It's just about that time of the week. Time for the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wikwiki, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. From the producers that brought you Zerio Machini, Zerio Machini, Zerio Machini, and Zerio Machini, it's this week's Zerio Machini. And welcome back to the Weekly Weaves, where we're going to be reviewing Machia. I don't remember the rest of the title. Uh, Machia, When the Promised Flower Blooms. That. That was a, it was a movie uh, that took me a week to watch. It took me two weeks to watch that shit. I knocked him out in other. That's how a movie should be watched, I imagine. <laughs> Is it one day? Uh, well, Crimson, yeah. go ahead and uh, kick us off. You assigned it. Um. So I decided to assign this movie after admittedly seeing uh, a Danny model react to it. And I was like, okay, I need to, I'm curious about the movie because it was very confusing while I was watching his react. It was still very confusing watching the full movie. It wasn't... The story scattered. Animation was decent. Voice acting was decent. But the scene that I think took it, like, that made the show actually, like... The best scene in the show, the movie, basically, was kind of flashback of uh, uh, the boys' like memories of like him and his mom and everything, and like seeing all that play through. So the second to last scene. Yeah, like that. That hurt me quite a bit, and I actually started tearing up in my office because I was like, "Man, like imagine, you know, kind of going through that same situation. Like, where you, you know, probably will never see your mom again." Yeah. Like just the knowledge of that, and especially I think it her after. I mean, because. You know, grandparents and stuff. Like, if you love a grandparent a lot, you know, you have that same thing. And that was kind Imagine of... Imagine being her watching her son die. Exactly. Like, it... it that was a very painful scene uh, for a very, admittedly, lackluster movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm kind of a mama's boy myself. Same. So, uh... This being a movie about a mama's boy, like I have a kind of a soft spot for that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but still, I really didn't care that much about anything in the movie until like the last act. Yeah. The movie itself was very, like I said, it felt all over the place um, towards the beginning. Like it was trying to establish like lore and world building, but I did it in a very confusing way. And, like, the story, like, it really didn't matter. Because, like, the whole point of what we were watching was just how she was just trying to be a mom. Yeah. Which, that, like, the moments of, like, that where she was trying to be a mom to uh, the boy whose name fucking escapes me. Ariel. Ariel, that's right. Like, those moments were, I, I enjoyed those moments throughout the movie. But everything outside of that was just, there was too much going on and it was too confusing that I just didn't give a fuck. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty much in that same boat, too. Um, there's some real dumb shit in this movie. Uh, the, uh... King. What? No off, King. First of all, time skips were really not done well at no. all. Yeah. Especially the last one, like, just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, the first couple, it's like, okay, you know, it kind of eased into it. Then all of a sudden, he has a kid on the way. And the fact that she made the comment, yeah, because of me, every couple years, we got to keep moving around. And they happen to stop in the same town that one of his childhood friends happens to be captain of the guard. And another childhood friend ends up there because she's looking for work. And they get together. And they run into each other in the capital. Mm -hmm. Of all places in the capital, all three of them happen to come back together. Yep. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> but um, Maki was boring as shit. Yeah. Uh... You talking about the girl or the movie? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I was really mad at her at the end when Ariel was old and dying. And she was like, oh, I'm so proud of you for the life that you had. And then he dies and she walks away and she like starts crying because, you know, he's dead. But like... She also she, made the promise not to cry. Nope, that didn't bug me at all. What bugged me was that she left him and didn't spend his life with him. And his child. And yeah. her child. Yeah. Like, we see her great-granddaughter in that final scene. And n nobody in that family actually knows who she is. Like... Uh, her granddaughter uh, figures it out. But, yeah. Like, she could have been part of her granddaughter's life and her great-granddaughter's life. and But most importantly, her son's life. And she wasn't. And then she wanted to cry and that uh, half-breed dude is, you know, just being like... Time to go find the next person to say goodbye to. Saying goodbye isn't all sad. Like, that's true, and that's a good, valuable lesson, but she was away from him. She technically went goodbye, like, 60 years ago or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. That really bugged the fuck out of me. Oh, I don't blame you for a second there. There was a lot of flaws in this movie, and like I said, the pacing of it was just hor honestly horrendous. Yeah, what's up? One of these side plots that were happening, and the one that pissed me off the most is her friend that got captured by the kingdom and had to become a mom on purpose, basically. And the entire time she was trapped, she was like, I want to see my fucking daughter. Yes. And then she goes up to the top. He's her daughter, and then decides to commit suicide. And then he's randomly picked up by a dragon. And said, and... Like, the fuck, you wanting to see your daughter this entire time, and you had the chance to have a life with her? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not gonna fucking happen? And you're just abandoning her, and from the chance that the kingdom just got taken over, and she's royalty, there's a chance she's gonna be fucking killed? 
Yeah. For 14 years, the only thing that her only driving force was that moment. The only reason she did not go with the love of her life when he came to save her was for that moment. And she had two chances. It was also stupid when he did come to rescue her because he made the basically made the assumption when she was talking about, I need to save my daughter, I need to be here for my daughter. And his first thought is, oh, okay, we just got to kill ourselves by burning to death. Yep. And then we'll so never be sad again. Mm-hmm. That was so? dumb. Did they ever explain the fucking shit with the dragons? They had a they had a disease that was contagious uh, to dragons. So every time one was showing signs, they had to burn its body and hope that it didn't already spread to one of the other dragons. But, I feel like that was such a stupid plot line that they introduced and didn't explain. Also, it, it was just there to lead into the war because once the dragons were gone, that country vulnerable. was vulnerable. And that's the country that killed the elf people or whatever they're Yorfs. called. Yeah. Also, Igors. why did they have to go attack them? Like, you wanted to create peace? Go create peace. Why? And as you soon- don't send violent dragons to create peace? No, but also crazy. the really dumb part is as soon as they found out that she probably couldn't have any more kids, cool, your entire plan that you'd been spending years figuring out, fucked. Yep. Why not try to create peace and then you could maybe have multiple attempts. Instead, you killed all of them. Mm-hmm. There's three left and you don't know where two of them are. Mm-hmm. Stupid. And can I share with you guys the part that I was talking about that I had a problem that had nothing to do with the movie itself? Yeah. You already told me, but yes. 27 reviews for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you want to guess what n- number it has on Rotten Tomatoes without looking it up? 83. 90. 100! Perfect score. This has a higher rating than your name or Weathering With You or pretty much any Studio Ghibli film. And this movie had the feel of a Studio Ghibli film, but worse animation. So, yeah, so reviews for Rotten Tomatoes, 100%. IMDb, 7.4 out of 10. My anime list, 8.4 out of 10. And then Google. 7.4 sounds like a realistic. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it has some stuff. sad tendencies, and a lot of people don't super dive into the thoughts. And even right. Google ratings had so out of the 575 ratings got 4.9 out of five. I mean, that's even, even that's that even is. fine. It's like you know what? It's like oh yeah, that's a five out of five. But to literally look at it and be like, this is a hundred out of a hundred. I believe the IMDb rating more than anything because it had 7.1 thousand ratings and it got 7.4 out of ten. Like that's. I can deal with 7.4. Yeah. But 100 out of 100. Yeah. 24 people watched that movie. 27. And 27 people watched that movie and said it was perfect. There was nothing wrong with it. And even the My Hero, my, my anime list. Could watch this movie. Your Name is a 98. And Your Name is the best animated film I've ever seen. Same. Uh, yeah. My anime list, 173,179 people rated it and the average was an 8.4 and that's even fine like i'm i'm not even against that my personal enjoyment of this movie dropped the score a fuck ton 
Yeah. But everything else otherwise... Technically, like, the technical side of things, it's fine. The animation was crisp. This character design was dumb. They I looked like... They, there was no design. facial expressions for any of the Eeyorks. Well, they all look like... Everybody looks like weird blobs. Like, they just weren't it, fully drawn. It looks like a Studio Ghibli film. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Studio it's Ghibli, while it's simple, it's still has detail. They all look like, like the bad pro portion of Ponyo. Yeah, I, I feel like with all of them, they were drawn while their pencil was, like, not touching the paper all the way. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, like, overall, I mean, like, it, it was fine. The movie was fine. There was a lot, uh, there was a lot of things that could have made it better. One being the fucking story making sense. Yeah, I just rewriting the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and honestly, like the story itself is interesting because I feel like I've seen this story before, and like not specifically this movie, but like the idea of a human being. How I explained it to Zario, the original Zario, is that this is just Tarzan, because but kind of reversed. Yeah. Actually, yeah. not. Yeah, because it's an Eorf raising a human while all the Eorfs were murdered. Like a gorilla raising a human while they're trying to murder all the gorillas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's I, just Tarzan. I left one... With worse music. <laughs> I left <laughs> one section unscored on the ratings because I wanted to talk more about it uh, with you guys kind of get a little bit more insight in general on it. Uh, sure. Character development. I left that blank because as I was watching, I'm like... I'm not really sure. Like the main character who you spend the most time with doesn't change. Yeah, Machia is the same character. Exactly. Yeah, Machia doesn't really develop. Ariel confidence develops. Ariel has Ariel negative character does. development, then positive. Yeah. Ariel has a little ebb and flow to him, and he was not a terrible character. He was a shit person. And nobody else mattered. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else was so inconsequential. Even the characters that they really want us to feel like matter. Like the chick that had the the baby, yeah, the the one that was kidnapped, like she was clearly supposed to matter, and really she didn't. Like Maki is the one who even ended up with the dragon. Yeah, yeah. I think the story with uh, Lelia Lelia was way more interesting. Like the princess of the Eorth kidnapped and forced to bear a child. And, she and can talk to animals and fly and shit like that. Yeah. That's a lot more interesting than a bar wench raising her son who doesn't like her. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I told him that I thought this would have been more interesting but, as a series to flesh out the story and characters a little bit more. I agreed. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, I think if this was a series, not a movie, it would have been probably a lot better. Because then they would have had the time to explain the everythings. This might as well have just been a fucking isekai. And, yeah. And, like, the fact that she even left him didn't even really make sense to me. Mm. Because she helped his wife deliver the baby. And then she started having, like, flashbacks of when she cried... Ariel out of his mom's dead hands. Uh, and then she was like, 
all right, I'll go find my son and then leave him forever now. Also, where did that thought train come from? How did he not die? He's about to get stabbed. And then when she finds him, there's no blood on him anywhere. Guys, so Jordan texted me a little bit ago. They said that they closed and cut everyone. So we left. We didn't even get set. Yeah. Apparently they got bought out. Spaghetti Works. Which, if you didn't listen to the first part of this week's episode, you should. Yes. Yeah. I said pour one out originally for them, but pour one out for the workers and the salad bar. <laughs> Fuck the owners. Like, how are you not going to tell your employees that they're looking to sell or that they weren't even, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, you, you should get warning that you should start looking for a fucking job or something. I'm pretty sure yeah. you're supposed to do that. I don't know, because uh, when Long John Silver's and Ryan's uh, filed for bankruptcy and shut down, all they did uh, was they posted signs on their doors telling their employees that they don't have jobs anymore. So they didn't get like a last shift notice or whatever they went to work to see a piece of paper on the door of old country buffet that's why it's not around anymore and ryan's buffet that's why they're gone which that's trash it is trash you're a fucking awful human being if you do stuff like that yep anyways but yeah machia yeah uh machia would do some shit like that yeah what are you doing? Stuff. I'm going out to get milk, guys. He's going on an adventure. That's what my dad said, and he never came back. Yeah, I, yeah. Then I found out he lives in Norwalk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Closer than you think. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, it's about, anyway, Machia. Um, we know? I was like, oh, I'm going to do a DoorDash order. Do you get anything? If you want to give me a do, I won't be mad. Thanks. I really don't have anything else to really say about the movie it was it, it had the potential to be much better and they it kind of flopped a bit yeah there was some emotional moments that hit that kind you know that hit the feels but otherwise it this movie could have been way better could have been yeah. i i this movie would... had the same problems for me as uh junji romantica did when it, it comes to having so many different plot lines and not focusing enough on one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially with the limited amount of time that this that this had, though. Because Junji Romantica had, has at least, you know, a series. This limited itself to, like, an hour and 40-minute movie. And that just was not nearly enough time for all the shit that they were trying to cram into it. It's the same rating on uh, fucking Rotten Tomatoes as Grave of the Fireflies, which is an anime movie that is loosely, not loosely, it is a kind of depiction related to the atomic bombings. Um, without seeing it, I can't really take that as a frame of reference, I guess. Um, how about Terminator? Which one? The first one, the original Terminator. It has the same score as the original fucking Terminator. 
The original Terminator has a 100 on Rotten Tomato? Yeah, The Terminator. Wow. What about the second one? I don't fucking know. I don't see it on the list. But The Terminator in 1984. I mean, the second one's better. Get at me in the comments. But anyway, do we want to get to uh, to ratings? Yeah. yeah. With there not being a lot to really talk about with this movie, because it's kind of the same plot the entire time. Plus, it's so hard to follow the movie itself. Like, this is a movie, like, you'd have to sit down, like, kind of watch, like, one, maybe two more times to actually, like, grasp everything. Well, this movie has it. the same rating as Toy Story 2. Damn. Mm. Yeah, like I said, this is one that you'd have to sit down and watch a couple times to kind of, like... First I will time, never watch this movie again. Right. I mean, first time is just to, like, at least go in blind and, like, maybe watch it a second time to kind of, like try and understand like kind but of the more the problem is is that's not the point of a movie right. the point is to be able to watch it one time and enjoy it and then decide if you want to watch it again it's not that you have yeah. to watch it over and over again to understand the fucking plot right well, and then there's like your name where you watch it once you immediately love it and then when you watch it like your second or third time you start kind of picking at the pieces of like they yeah, kind yeah. of they're leading to it that's called time. rewatchability yeah yeah that's it's fun with your name it's, yeah it's also like Shutter Island, if you've ever seen that movie, that that movie is a really great movie just while you're watching it for the first time, and then the twist at the end happens, and then it's so amazing that you have to watch it a second time so you can so you can you know see those little bits yeah a lot it, like your name it, the rewatchability you look for Easter eggs you look for foreshadowing and stuff like that yeah but you shouldn't have to rewatch the movie to understand the fucking plot <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you d you should need to watch it twice just for it to be a good movie <laughs> yeah like, I I would never in good conscience tell somebody to watch a movie twice for it to for them to like it yeah <laughs> All right, ratings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, personal enjoyment, I give a five. I feel like that's even being generous. There was some good, there was some decent moments in it, uh, like in the more emotional side of it, but otherwise the rest of it, I didn't understand what the fuck was happening. Uh, animation, I gave a seven. There were moments where the animation was really good, moments where it was really bad. Um, I don't think it's like, I don't think I would feel comfortable giving anything lower than a seven just because of those moments where it was Pretty damn good. Sure. Uh, character development, I gave a five. Uh, the only one that really developed was Ariel, but even then it wasn't enough to really save the movie. Uh, soundtrack, six. The music fit pretty well with it, but there wasn't anything that really stood out as, like, slappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, building, I gave a five. Had no idea what the fuck was going on. They didn't introduce the countries that were going to war with them until the last, like, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, this country also has an Eorf. <laughs> They're attacking us. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, plot, I gave a five also. Again, I don't know what the fuck was happening. Uh, VA performance, I gave an eight. I think that it was fairly well uh, considering. It was so boring. <laughs> the character itself was boring, yes, but I think the voice acting for her wasn't I don't think horrible. they gave her any moments for that voice acting to stand out personally. It seemed like it was pretty generic across the board. Right, I'm giving a six then. You brought up a fair point. Uh, art style I gave a seven. Uh, wasn't bad. Uniqueness I gave a six. Kind of like what you were saying with the whole reverse Tarzan. Like, 
there wasn't anything really unique about it, but then again, like, that could just be me in the manner of, like, I didn't know what was happening, so it was really hard for me to tell if it was unique. Uh, recommendation, I'm giving it a five, I'm giving it that middle of the road, um, I personally wouldn't recommend it, but if somebody asked me about it, I'd be like, give the watch, tell me what you think. Because obviously, I mean, a lot of people have different opinions on the movie, so I feel like, yeah, so I feel like... What was it, 100? I I mean, I'm not, I never believe Rotten Tomatoes for anything. I always do, like, IMDb, uh, IGN. pretty solid. IMDb, anyone can rate it. Rotten Tomatoes, you have to be verified. And that's the reason why I don't like Rotten Tomatoes as a review, because a lot of it is also, like, critics that have been doing it for a long time and, like, roast a movie, be- like, because of their, like, professional opinion. Yes, or, that's what like, from the experts. Where was that professional opinion here? Herbachia. But, I mean, overall, for me, I give it a 57, and... I mean, I, I personally, like, yeah, like, I feel like it's too high of a rating, but when I do the math on everything, it just, like, it adds up to that. But, like, at the same time, like, it, I don't, I almost feel dirty giving it a lower score. Because, like, I mean, it goes back to, like, it had potential, it flopped. There are people that do like the movie, and I respect them for that. And it's in that it. really, like, it's in that really weird gray area for me of, like, if I watched it a second time with more knowledge I have now of it and kind of focusing, would I enjoy it more kind of thing? But again... Yes, but are you willing to take that time? Also, thing? again, that's not the point of a fucking movie. Like, like sure, right, I, you I know it's could not. watch it a second time, even though, uh, at least according to your personal enjoyment score, it's you were super middle of the road about it. Well, to be so fair, also, could. I watched this while at work, so I wasn't fully paying attention to the movie. Okay. I could have. Sure. I was paying attention to the entire movie. Our personal enjoyment scores are the same. Mine's uh, lower, and I was also paying attention to the movie. Uh, and I, I'll i tell you this. I'm never going to watch this movie again. And yeah. if I'm I not talking about personal enjoyment about it, rating. I have a feeling that's not going to change. I'm talking about the other ratings, like the more technicality ratings of like oh, watching sure. it and then kind of like I guess reevaluating some of those scores being like you know is the plot actually better than what I'm giving it credit for is the character development you know better than what I'm giving credit for based on like all the characters you know world building this that and the other kind of thing sure. but so that's why I'm like I'm leaving it at 57 with a, like if I watch it again there's a chance that maybe some of that could go up but I'm not saying like it's a possibility yeah but you're more likely to watch a different movie instead. I'm more likely to watch South Park a third time through, and I'm already watching it a second time through, and I'm on season four. I think. I'm, I, they just entered fourth grade year. I don't have the time Naruto. to watch Naruto. I don't think it's a, I, I don't think I have the patience for Naruto. But it's I, a better show than South Park. And that's coming from someone who has watched South Park three times, and I fucking love South Park. Well, Naruto ship it in, maybe. South Park's a great show for me because I can watch it in the background and not have to worry about missing anything. Plus, it's just, it's stupid comedy to that I don't have to follow a storyline on. Because we do so many assignments where we have to, like, 
trying to focus on this kind of thing. I like watching a show where I don't have to care about that stuff and I can just watch it. Proceeded to watch the movie while at work when he couldn't pay attention to the plot. <laughs> and then tells he's, says he's confused. I mean, then again, it also did just bore me. It's because it's boring. Yeah. yeah. It took me two weeks to watch this fucking movie. Exactly. <laughs> Getting into it. Personal enjoyment, three. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the yeah. one I've hated the most. I just did not care it about this movie. Because it's Kaimis' Academy. It also wasn't How to Keep a Mummy or Ginger Romantic. <laughs> animation, I gave a seven. The animation's solid. It propped up this movie a lot. It's obviously not on the level of like a Your Name or Demon Slayer or something like that, mm. but it's it's good. It's a good animated film. Mm -hmm. um, character development, I give a five. It's there, but it's not good. Soundtrack, I also gave a five. I don't remember any of the soundtracks. So I can't tell you if it's good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember hating the soundtrack while listening to it, so I'm giving it a five. Yeah. World building, a five. And that's just because we got to learn about the Eorf's culture a little bit before they got wiped out. After that, there's nothing. Yeah. We don't know where the fuck they're moving to. You made the comment that everything looks the exact fucking same. Oh, yeah, I forgot to bring that up in the... You know, in this, but I was telling friend Frenchy earlier that yeah, all the cities look exactly the same. Yeah, I couldn't tell. They, I think they introduced like three countries or something, but I can't tell you where they were at any given point after the uh, their beginning place. Fact, I'm dropping world building to a four because I just thought about it, and it's like yeah, they're attacking because because that country's weaker, but we don't know anything. Right. About the countries that are attacking. We get a half-off mention that one of them has an Eorf who's leading them now. Yeah. How the fuck the Eorf survived? Who the fuck is the Eorf? Uh, he was the one from the, the dude getting. Yeah. Every time you say Eorf, I just imagine, like, Eorf from Winnie the Pooh, but yeah. with an F in the name. Yep. Oh, fuck. Yeah, pretty much. My whole time through the movie, I just called them elves. That's because they were. Yeah. Uh, VA performance, or plot, I gave a four. VA plot? Weird. They're, they're plotting to overthrow the fucking studio for making this movie. Uh, VA performance, I gave a six. Like, again, I thought Jeremy Lay as uh, Leila, Lelia, I can never fucking remember her name. Uh, Lelia did a fantastic job, especially in the scene where they were trying to break her out. Mm -hmm. She did a great job, but no one else left an impact on me at all. So I will call it slightly above average. That's fair. Art style, I gave a seven. The landscapes and everything were really well done. I really love the Eorf's home. Oh, I didn't think about the actual landscapes stuff. Yeah. That's fair. The only reason I propped it up as much as I did. Uh, yeah, uh, uniqueness, I gave a six. This is a bad slice of life isekai, essentially. Like, she found a baby that was randomly born. We didn't see it be born. It's just the plot of an isekai. That's the exact fucking start of the plot for Wise Man's Grandchild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We just didn't see him get reborn. It might as well just be a fucking isekai. And it just... It's a slice of life. But I, a slice of life is supposed to make me care about the characters. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to give me emotional damage. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. And 
I just, I didn't get it out of this. I, I read a uh, comment about this show that it was, uh, after I watched this, I went and hugged my mom. And I'm like, that's fair. And then underneath it's like, maybe I'm too happy, but I didn't care about this story at all. And I'm like, that's also fair. Yep. Yeah. The, the relationship between Maki and Ariel should have either been much more developed and not done through time skips where every time skip their relationship is drastically different. Yep. Yep. And also she randomly left the country. Yep. There's yeah, there's just so many plot holes that never get explained or answered or anything. When she was with the other Eorf and he was like cutting her hair, I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? I thought it was a dream. And I was waiting for her to wake up and be like, Ariel or some shit like that. <laughs> I'm like, this is no way it's present day. And also I was at lunch while watching the end of the movie and the dragon scene happened. And I literally went, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I was sitting with Sam talking with him and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> anyway. Oh, that scene was so bad. My recommendability is a four. I've, I've explained why. Um, overall is a 51. I don't think this movie is bad per se. And I honestly think it's a pretty good movie, but there's a lot that's left to be desired. Yes. I can agree with that. But I'm sure there are people that do love this movie. I want to talk to one. Mm. But there's also people that say that Sky Wizards Academy is their favorite anime. I want to talk to them too. I want to talk to them. I want to slap them. How many? Tell me every single anime you've watched. If if Skywizarding Academy is your favorite anime, I need to know your entire like realm of reference before I kick the shit out of you. <laughs> Have you seen To Your Eternity? <laughs> Have you seen anything else? <laughs> Can I interest you in some taste? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, those are my ratings. You like quality? Wiki? Sorry. Oh, it is me, Zarya Machini. No, I don't want to open up DoorDash. What the fuck? Guys, my phone's being stupid. Anyway, Stupid Wiki, phone. Yeah, I'm not on mute. Alright, cool. No, not on mute. Uh, so for the ratings of I don't remember the name of this movie, uh, Personal Enjoyment, I gave it a four. Animation, I gave it a six. Character development, I gave it a four. Soundtrack, I gave it a seven. World building, I gave it a five. Plot, I gave it a four. Voice acting performance, I gave it a five. Art style, I gave it a five. Uniqueness, I gave it a six. And recommendability, I gave it a five for a total of 51. Our ratings are the same. Wait, what? Our overall ratings are the same. That's fucking funny. You know what's a bad sign hmm. when... Cole gave it a 57, and we're like, wow, that's high. <laughs> Even I was like, it seems like on the high end, but there's yeah. like, it's weird for me to switch. When I originally rated it, my rating was a 61, and I'm like, it does not deserve a 61. Mine was a 60. Yeah. So mine was also very close to yours. I was able to drop it yeah. 10 points by thinking about it a little bit harder. Crazy. Mine dropped like five points. Anyway, my uh, personal enjoyment is four. Uh, Animation, I gave an 8. 
I actually think everything was animated wonderfully. I'll give it that. Uh, character development, I give a four. Soundtrack, I'm honestly in kind of the same boat as you, Frenchie. I don't really remember the soundtrack at all. I don't remember explicitly hating it. I don't remember loving it. I just remember the ending for the credits, solid. Yeah. And the song that played during the memories that she was sharing, solid. Yeah. That's fair. Outside of that, I don't fucking remember anything. Yeah, it's like solidly decent, I guess. Uh, world building, I gave a four, because it's pretty jack shit. Plot, I gave a five. If they would have picked one plot, it would have been higher. But instead of they picked like seven. <laughs> uh, voice acting, I gave a six. You know, decent. Uh, art style, I, I'm i really glad, Brindy, that you mentioned something about like landscapes and stuff because at first it was a two because I was only thinking about the character designs. And I was like, and I was like, man, I hated just. Looking. I just thought about this. So every time now that I picture like Machia or any the ERs especially, yeah, their faces with like no fucking eyebrows, I picture that really bad screen capture of Boruto crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I picture now. Anytime I see one of their faces, oh, that's so good. Uh, but, um. Thinking about the landscapes and stuff like that, the that that stuff usually did look look really good. Uh, so, not enough to make me stop hating every single character design. So I landed on a six. Um, uniqueness, I gave a five because this is just. I mean, there's a million. Uh, you know, person, main character that has no business taking care of a child starts taking care of a child. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No, nope. it's exactly the same. It's Boruto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's nothing, like, specifically about this show that, like, super stands out to me, so you can just five. Recommendability, I give a one. I'm not going to tell people to watch this movie. That's fair. Just in general. I think even if somebody asks me if they should watch this movie, I will tell them that it that I did not generally enjoy the movie. I'll tell, I'll tell them that I was really bored until, like, the final act, and then I was sad. Yeah. And that's how it was for me. Uh, and so my total is 48. It was like 53 before the review. So, rounded up, the average is 52. Dang. That's rounded up. That's yeah. right. It was like 51.75. I think... Oh, I, I was going to say, I think our lowest rating right now is Senyu, and I can't... Is Senyu, but I was like, oh, wait, Wiki never gave me his reviews for Senyu, or I can't understand what my husband is saying, so I can't confirm either of those. I mean, our lowest rating is Sky Wizards Academy. Oh, yeah, hands down. What? Yeah. I'm like, I gave Sky Wizards Academy a fucking 25. <laughs> the average score was a 28, and I had to reconfirm myself. I was like, hold on. Yeah. I'm like, I rated that half of what I did, Machia. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, 
Thanks again for joining us and talking about Machia. If if you guys watched it, I hope you're in the camp that enjoyed it. Uh, if not, well, welcome to the club. Hello. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Reminder of the anime assignment. Oh yeah, uh, anime assignment season two of To Your Eternity. If you haven't watched season one, you should definitely watch that first. Yes. But uh, yeah, until then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.